Hello, everybody, and welcome to our technically 33rd episode of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And this is our second episode with Randy Cash, not just over there across the table, but way over there across the city. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm good. How's quarantine life? It's about the same, man, because it's usually just me and my <laughs> daughters around, you know, so it's about yep. like normal in that regard but it's it's been interesting we've been having some fun and you know goofing right off a little bit and, yeah well, talking about having some fun and, and doing what what'd you say goofing off a little bit goofing off yeah talking about <laughs> music and stuff and it's been a lot of fun yep yeah. i see your kitty in the background yeah kitty's back there my daughter's <laughs> been doing her uh music class online that she teaches mm-hmm. so doing like what we're doing now but do the interwebs, but she's yeah. doing her music class that way, which is she there teaches small kids. And there's like, I kind of peeked my head in the other day, and there's like 10 of them in there, dude, and 10 <laughs> little kids over the in this environment right now. And how well she handled them. I was very impressed. That's awesome. Yeah, see, I think that would be difficult. I know there, I feel like we're in this very interesting time where, you know, like we're not in this alone. Like, like everybody is having to redesign or reconfigure what it is that they do for work, how they conduct themselves, be it, you know, online or, you know, trying to find uh, telephone ways to do things. Right. I think it's kind of cool. I mean, it's, it's definitely a shift though. It I, definitely is. The thing though, for me, I'm set up for all this and I have been this, I have been doomsday prepping for like podcasting <laughs> and stuff over the interwebs. People have been like saving toilet paper and water and food. Eh. I've been stocking up on like mic cables and little cameras <laughs> and microphones and things. So we're good. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely, you know, I guess at this point, it's kind of a, like a wait and see sort of situation, which isn't really yeah. comfortable for a lot of us. I know that the world we live in is pretty high paced in terms of like, you know, we're always busy. We're always going. We're always moving. We've, we've always got, you know, a hundred things we're invited to at one time and have to figure out how we're going to make an appearance or whatever that looks like for people. And so I think now we're in this kind of like it's weird for a lot of people to just sit at home and not have a calendar full of things. Like I kind of likened it to a spring break where everything's shut down. Cause it's like, everyone's at home. Everyone's trying to, you know, have some normalcy, but yet there's not a whole lot that you can go out and do. Um, but you know, at the same time, people are like, well, what, what should we do? How can we entertain ourselves? And I think on some level, you know, it is requiring us to kind of hit a reset button and kind of go back to the drawing board of, well, if you didn't have technology to connect you with everybody, what would you do? You'd probably go out in your backyard or maybe you'd go for a nature walk or maybe you'd just, you know, get your workout routine under control. I've had a lot of people say, wow, I feel like I'm just, you know, having trouble coming up with like a regular schedule to follow, which yeah. it takes a little time to adjust. It really does. You know, we we talked last week about the concept of like anticipatory grief and and what it's like to kind of know that there's bad stuff happening or potentially happening or going to happen, however you want to look at it, and just sort of waiting, that like wait right. and see is just not comfortable. And so I think there's a lot of, um, you know, importance about being able to say, okay, what am I feeling? What am I noticing? How can I allow myself to feel these feelings but not get fused with them? You know, mm-hmm. it's a process. 
Yeah, absolutely. You have to stay active in some regard being at home. Like I had mm-hmm. this elliptical machine that I was trying to sell on Marketplace. I took that off Marketplace. Now I'm going to keep it because <laughs> hey, I got to stay you. active. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm pushing the border of that age group, as you can see by all the gray on this beard. Um, <laughs> and I may have... I may not have made the best health choices throughout my life, you know. And just in general, just maybe yeah, not the best in ones. General, yeah. So I'm I'm pushing the the, mm-hmm. the envelope on that demographic yeah. of it not being a good thing for me. So, and I then being active, like you were saying, man, it keeps your state of mind together too. If you sit around, you're sedentary for too long. It's gonna have a negative effect you know it does if we give into that lethargy you know by no means am i saying that the schedule has to look like anybody else's you know i mean i i talked to a friend the other day who said for years i thought i would do better if i had a schedule where Mm -hmm. i would maybe sleep a couple hours overnight almost like a long nap i would get up and do some work and be productive and then take like a long nap in the afternoon and then get up and do some more work and you know, she was like, although it may not work when the world reopens itself, it's actually made me really productive. Like I've gotten a lot of stuff done just because I allowed myself to kind of listen to what I was needing. And I thought, well, it's not like anybody's going to hold me to this schedule. So might as well give it a try, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, several episodes ago, we were talking about something similar. And I mentioned having a hobby is very important, yeah. I think, to your state of mind, which I have a new one. I've been trying to work on this whole video thingy. And I right. got uh, the nice uh, editing program now that I subscribe to and you know, there you so go. working on some things. So, yeah, I've been learning something and having fun and kind of keeping my uh, mental facil- faculties, as you will, all together, yeah. you know, keep my brain sharp and trying to jump on that elliptical a little bit. Because it does, for me personally, I get real bummed out if I'm just yeah. sitting around and not doing anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of when I would be like a teenager or even maybe a little younger than that. And, you know, my like I would wake up on a Saturday and my parents would be like, get up and do something. You know, I'd be like, I just want to mm-hmm. lay here on the couch. Like, no, get up and do something. You know, like you're going to feel better if you get up and do yeah. something. And so it's not that that even necessarily means you've got to go and actually physically do something. But like, you know, don't just sit there and be behind your screen and numb out on, right. on social media. I, I did read an interesting article that said we are um, like that, like the percentages of how many users and how much time people are spending online has like quadrupled in some cases, maybe even more than that at this point, which is probably why, like, as we were getting ready to start recording, I went, Oh wait, my bandwidth is low. Yeah. Apparently my program does mm-hmm. not, it's like being overloaded, you know? Um, but I do, I like the idea of, you know, like, Hey, you're doing like video, like learning how to video edit, you know, I'm still going through, my disc training that we talked about, a, you know, a couple of weeks back, it's like, that's going to still go on, you know, and I find myself um, being like, okay, I want to make some website updates. What if I start working on those? Can I, you know, can I, can I figure out how to make it do something? And so just that sense of accomplishment, you know, but I definitely think we're, we're going to be in this kind of interesting way of living for a bit. So I think the the adjusting to this quote unquote new normal, which again looks Mm-mm. different for every person, 
We're going to have to adjust a little bit. Why are you saying mm-mm? No, new normal. We have to adjust. Yeah, I don't like the terminology new normal. This okay, what should we call it then? Uh, the current situation of things. Okay. Well, it's technically a new normal. We'll have to shift back to a n- another new normal, you know, when it's all said and done. So See, All of this gray in my beard allows me to have that, get off my grass. It's not the new normal. Okay. <laughs> right, right. You can just, you can just like yeah. play that role now. Yep. Yeah, I, I do. I think it, it's definitely a shift. So whether we call it a new normal or if we're just adjusting to our current circumstances, as you said, I, I do think it's important for us to continue, you know, trying to ground ourselves in what is. One of the things I find that happens a lot is that, and this is true, not just of what we're going through right now, but of just people in general, right? We have a tendency to want to look back at where we we have been or where we've come from. And sometimes we can get stuck there sort of in that like nostalgia thinking or that like, you know, longing for something that isn't possible anymore. Or we're only focused on like future possibilities or concerns or worries or whatever. So there's an interesting idea. And I'm not sure where I first heard this, but it's that if all we do is focus on the past, we're likely to get ourselves into a, a depressed feeling if all we do is worry about the future, we're going to activate our anxiety. Mm -hmm. So if we can find ways to stay grounded in what we are experiencing and, you know, focusing on, you know, what, like sometimes it's just waking up and going, well, what's one positive I can, I can focus on to start my day. It's sort of an, uh, an activity in that whole gratitude mindset of like, how can I reset my brain to focus on what I do have versus what I don't have? And it's not about being fake happy, though. I mean, I do want people to give themselves permission to process through whatever feelings they are experiencing and not, um, you know, not trying to force themselves to feel anything, but definitely trying to reset. Like the reset is the big key. You know, yeah, it's not. I guess we could come across as like, oh, they're just a couple of fake happy. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, dude, we get aggravated and pissed. I get yep. aggravated and mad all the time. I curse yep. and inanimate objects at work because things aren't going my way. But we <laughs> both make a conscious effort not to mm-hmm. allow that to take control and be the center of, you know, our state of yeah. mind and our, you know, attitudes towards things. I want to leave a positive impact everywhere I go, man. That's what I want. And absolutely. Here's how I live my life, dude. You cannot change the past. There's nothing you can do about the past. Right. It's done. It's gone. Just, I'll learn from it and get moving, dude. And True. the future, you never know. Right. Future's, you don't know. But yeah, and and all you can do is if all you do is focus on where yeah. you've come from and what you you like aren't able to do anymore, then you're gonna probably feel a lot of you know angst, you know, just that yeah. like angsty buildup of like, ugh, I hate this, this is terrible. And I'm not saying we have to love the circumstances that we're in, but you know, it's also one of those things that we know we're not stuck here forever. It goes back to that we're never as stuck as we think we are. So how can we use the, this extra time we've got or, you know, this, you know, all my family's in my house and they're driving me crazy. Okay, how can you reframe that? How can you reset that to focus on, you know, something about it that you you are grateful for, that you do enjoy, you know? Um, 
one of the other things, so like I know I, I mentioned last week was the the kickoff of my uh, like live Zoom support call for people to sort of log in and ask questions in real time because I do a lot of Facebook lives and, you know, I have a hair that's attacking me. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get it out of my face. Yeah, I do a lot of Facebook lives and I do a lot of, um you know, online stuff on social media, but it's a little different because, you know, like where you and I are having a conversation right now, that possibility really doesn't exist when all you're doing is, you know, speaking live to a camera. So the Zoom allows for us to kind of go to a, a deeper level. And I was really, really glad that we had such a, a great amount of people that sort of submitted questions and wanted things to be answered. And one of the ones that I wasn't able to get to on uh, the Zoom this past week, which depending on what's submitted for tonight, I will... Um, I may, I may go there tonight, but for now, I'll just say that somebody asked, like, why do you think that there are so many people, you know, spending time arguing or getting angry at one another? It's almost like the, the negativity we saw on Facebook or social media prior to everyone being shut down and at home, it feels like it's intensified. And they wanted to know if I had any insight into, you know, what's going on there. And so I thought maybe I could spend a few minutes just kind of talking about that because I know you're not on social media all that much, but have you noticed the trend of what I'm just ta- what I'm talking about? That it's like the negativity has gone up in some cases. Uh, I've, I'm under the belief that it's always been negative, and I I have still don't pay attention much. So yeah. That hasn't I get that. And I do think that the negative aspects are there. I mean, first of all, I want to just say, like, we can use this social media platform for so many good things. I mean, mm-hmm. it does allow us to connect with people and send love and positivity or, you know, just to play funny, silly games. I see all of these, you know, like interesting little memes and stuff going around where people are having a good time trying to entertain each other. But there's also what I feel like a facet of, of just human, I don't know, human nature, if you want to call it that, where, you know, we all have our own individual beliefs and opinions and ideas about the way the world works and about what's going on right now. And this runs the gamut from people that think it's all a big conspiracy to control us to people that are just, you know, like kind of giving into, you know, like whatever they're being told they do and, and everything in between that. And it sort of brings me back to this idea that if all you're doing on social media is posting stuff to try and either start a fight, create negative interaction, or to try and change someone's mind, it might be worth going back to that, that you know, communication checklist that I always talk about, that, that does it need to be said, does it need to be said now, and does it need to be said by me? Because I understand that we all have opinions, right? That's part of what makes it really interesting in the world that we live in. If we all agreed on everything, how boring would that be? Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, like if we never had, you know, an intellectual conversation or if we never had someone else's opinion to like bump our opinion up against to go, hmm, never thought about it like that. I wonder what that means or I wonder where they're coming from. So it's really important, I think, especially when emotions are going to be even higher and a little more like ratcheted up to the surface, allowing ourselves to be like, okay, so do I really want to engage in this back and forth? Like I see a lot of it, you know, and I've even had to stop myself a few times where someone will post something that I just think to myself, wow, that is really hateful or that is really not helping anything. And I start to respond and then I stop myself and I go, okay, so in my response, 
what is that about? What is it? What is it? What's coming up for me? What's it reflecting about myself that's making me want to even engage? And is that engagement going to further a conversation or is it just going to like add to the the disagreement? Is it just going to create more like dissension amongst people? And I don't want to be like a source of negativity. So I just delete that comment and move on, right? Like it's completely okay to go, wow, I don't agree with you. I'm going to just scroll on by. You don't have to engage. You don't have to like take that bait. Should you look at it like that? You know, um, another friend of mine reached out and said, wow, I just feel like I'm spending a lot of time seeing people in my, my various social media news feeds that are just full of negativity. And I started unfollowing people, not unfriending. They're they're people you may care about and want to still be able to check in with if you want to, but you don't have to have their information in your newsfeed. If you don't want it there, it is completely okay to unfollow. I do it all the time. What was that? You do do it all the time. time. Yeah. And you probably don't go on there and tell someone, Hey dude, I'm unfollowing you. Like, what's the point of that? Like that's not solving anything. Right. And I think sometimes it's important to ask yourself, even, even if you're listening to this and you're not necessarily struggling with the, you know, what other people are saying, but yet you find yourself constantly wanting to post stuff just to stir the pot. Maybe ask yourself, is this really helpful? Is this really adding information to the world that is, that is, you know, helping anyone at all? Like it kind of goes back to those four agreements. Like, you know, are we using our words in an impeccable way to build people up or to try and spread goodness or are we really just trying to create negativity and dissension? There, there's a friend of mine and I love him. He's a great guy. And you know, I'm not calling him out specifically, but it's funny because I feel like every other post he makes is literally trying to stir people up. Like you can tell by the way he writes it, like, yep, I got to say something. Here we go. And he like posts it out there and then people start fighting with him. And I think he enjoys like ratcheting up that negativity. And there are really people that get, I think, offended and upset about the whole back and forth. It's just, it's just a choice, right? Like we don't, I'm not telling anybody not to share their opinion. You're absolutely entitled to your opinion. Mm. But if you expect that you're going to put a really um, intense opinion that may or may not be agreed upon by the majority of the population out there on a platform, and then you're going to get upset when someone doesn't agree with you, or you're trying to change everybody else's mind. Just look at the fact that we talked about before. Change is hard. Force change is damn near impossible. We're experiencing that right now. That's the reason that, you know, people are struggling to listen to the stay at home orders. That's like, no, I can't. I don't want to give up my, you know, whatever this, you know, this freedom is. I just, I don't want to give it up. And I think there's a lot of fear involved in that also. So it's just this whole cyclical process, right? Of like, how are we using our words? Are we engaging in, in dialogue that is helpful? And if all we're doing is causing a lot of negativity and, you know, trying to play sides against each other, is that really helpful? Like, just, just pause for a brief second and ask yourself, like, is what I'm about to say really going to benefit anybody? Or am I simply doing it because I like to hear myself talk? And I'm guilty of that. I like to hear myself talk. I'll admit that. But that doesn't mean that I should use it specifically just to antagonize people. That's not helping anything right now. I feel like we we don't need that. You know, we just we need to try and find this middle ground because we are all in this together. It's not just yeah. happening to one person. Agreed. You know, it's happening to all of us. I know we're all in it together, man. We are. I know. And it's the, the, the more I just got distracted by your cat walking by. He's uh-huh. like looking at the camera, just walking on by. Um 
you know, it, it's like the more we can get on that same page of like, hey, you know, we are in this together. We do not have to be against one another. Because at the end of the day, I really don't think that any of these people that are disagreeing and getting into internet fights, I don't think they want bad things to happen to the other person. I don't think they're wishing ill will on someone. I don't think it's that they're going, well, you disagree with me. Now I hate you and hope you die in a fire. Like, I don't honestly think that that's how they feel. But I think that sometimes we get caught up in the anonymity and sort of the, uh, the, the uh, like, I don't know what the word is, like the privacy behind yeah. our screens. And we get a little bit like, oh, I can just say whatever I want. And there's no consequences. And maybe only consequences is that you hurt somebody's feelings. But is that really what we need right now? That's what I'm trying to say. Like there, there is a way to come together and even to have an intellectual conversation without it having to devolve into like this negative argument. It's what we're taught, though. It's what people, what you feed yourself with psychologically. That's who mm-hmm. you are as a person when you watch crappy TV and things like that. And <laughs> seriously, and submit yourself to all that negativity that you're talking about on social media. Mm-hmm. That's what you become. You know, you, you, you can, it, but you can't. But you can rise above it, Randy can, Cash. But you, you can you, rise you have, above it. It's like everything else. You have to want to rise above it. You do. And you're right. And maybe this That's is me thing. just really always seeing the good in people that yeah. I don't really think that anybody is just, you know, 100 percent bad and negative. I think I that we can either. easily get stuck in that loop though yeah. where we're we're stuck on the negative train you know and i'm just trying to get people to sort of ask themselves and do some introspective thinking like is this really what i want to put out there into the world especially when we do feel in some cases very alone or very disconnected from the world like let's be working to build one another up or even just offering support you know yeah, like absolutely. hey i may not agree with you but i want you to be all right that's all i'm saying i agree you agree. See, I you do. agree. I want other people to agree. <laughs> how do we make that happen? I don't know. I would be ruling the world if I knew how to do that. <laughs> I guess I'm kind of guilty of doing the same thing I'm expressing, though. Like, I, not everybody wants to be positive. Not everybody wants right. to re- reset and focus on the good. I am basing that, though, not just on kind of uh, like, oh, it'd be nice to have people be positive. Um, I'm basing it on the psychology that if all we do is give ourselves negative input, like Randy was saying, we are going to have somewhat of a negative output that will start to become our sort of operating procedure, like that that's where we go to on a regular basis. And so I'm just suggesting, you know, if somebody posts an opinion or posts something that you maybe don't agree with or think is the truth, first of all, you don't have to engage. That's the first piece. The second piece is if you choose to engage, are you engaging from a standpoint of curiosity and trying to build understanding? Maybe they have a point that you haven't thought about. Maybe you disagree completely, but you still want to be friends, and that's okay. I don't know. It is absolutely okay. like I can talk okay. about this for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it is absolutely it's okay. Yeah, I disagree. You and I don't people. agree on everything. Yeah. We've had conversations where it's like, you know, if we really didn't care about each other, we could probably turn it into an argument. But what would the point of that be? Because then it's like, I'm not going to change your mind about something that you believe, just like you're not going to change mine. But if we have an intellectual conversation, maybe you give me a perspective on something I've never thought about before. Likewise. I don't know. I'm just saying it's it's possible to find, you know, this middle ground, Mm because I think at the end of the day, the things that make us people, the human element that that exists within all of us is really what ties us together and allows us to have a shared experience. And that's what I mean when I say we're all in this together. 
we have our own perspective on it. We have our own experience, but it is something that we're all having to kind of learn and, you know, kind of deal with together. Yeah, it's got to be middle ground. The truth, the answer is always somewhere in the middle, you know? Yeah. And I even say that when I have couples come in, you know, like it, like I'll have a couple come in my office or now we're like virtual office, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'll, I'll kind of get each of them to give me an idea of, of what it is that they are disagreeing on or where they aren't connecting. And depending on how that goes, I'll sort of say, you know, well, somewhere between both of your points of view is the truth, but there's not really one truth. It's like your truth is your truth and Mm -hmm. vice versa. But we do have to find a way to mesh those truths together so that they don't cancel each other out. And so that we don't have one person sort of leading the whole thing and the other person has no voice. Because I I do think that is what makes it, you know, this unique experience of, of being people that we can have our own opinion. And we don't always have to agree completely with someone else to still respect them and care about them and, you know, not engage in a lot of negative discord. It is Absolutely. possible. It very much is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you figured out a way to do um, internet comedy yet? I've been thinking of some things. Yeah. 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 I have seen. I, hey, you could do like a Zoom comedy show. There you go. Yeah. You just make make your Zoom comedy show. No, I had I did see some of your uh, little funny videos you posted of you doing silly things around your house. But, you know, and I think it's funny. I don't know if anybody else has seen it, but it, it does crack me up. I think it's funny. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I saw your thing the other day. I, you were talking about painting and how like doing the right painting and the wrong painting. And I was kind of oh, yeah. laughing. This cat was painting a French door with a nine inch roller that like you would use on your wall. Like I use a nice high end brush so I'm very <laughs> precise and not get paint all over the window and the floor and everything. They said like, there was no covering on the floor either. It was just all over it, man. Dude, my man was just rolling that roller all over that door and all <laughs> over the glass, all over the floor. I'm like, wow, okay. Okay. <laughs> right. It was, yeah, it was funny. I did even like social media, like TikTok, that like that video app or whatever. Uh-huh. There's even people that do painting on there and they have like best practices of painting. And every time I see them, I'm like, oh, I wonder if Randy could do that. That's kind of funny. Probably. Yeah. All right. Well, in the meantime, I know that um, we could probably talk about this topic forever and ever. I got a little, I got way wordy last week. And so I'm trying to like keep myself like on a better time schedule. Cause I mean, I don't know. People have nothing but time these days, I guess. But if people do want to follow along with you so that they're always informed of your comedy and potentially able to watch your hilariousness, where can they find you? At Arcash Comedy on the Twitters. Oh, no, on the Instagrams. My bad. <laughs> but I am on also Twitter at Arcash Comedy. I'm at Arcash Comedy on all the platforms. I just prefer to use Instagram because I can yeah. just put it everywhere at one time. Does it go That's to Twitter easier. also? I have yeah. to follow you on Twitter. I don't think I follow you over there. I don't there. know if I share stuff on there anymore. Maybe I should start again. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that over there, that just seemed to be real negative with the people going back and forth. So I'm like, it eh. can be. Yeah, I was like, I don't want any of that in my life. Thanks, though. <laughs> I got but you. Thanks, All though. right. You guys have fun with that. Yeah. Well, you can follow along with pretty much everything I've got going on at lindsaywalden.com. You can find links to all of my blog posts as well as past podcast episodes. Um, tonight, you can actually log on at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, depending on where you're watching this from, um, to the live Zoom support call. It's literally just a, you know, I'm there kind of providing some free therapy and coaching. You can ask questions. 
you can submit questions beforehand and we just kind of have a discussion. It's almost like an online support group, but there really is some therapeutic stuff to it. It's not just people that, you know, want to talk. It's really trying to, you know, offer some insight into how to navigate these sort of unusual times that we're going through. Um, so I really do. I, I hope that more, you know, people this week will also log in and kind of join me on that. I'm looking forward to it. You can find me um, on all of the social media stuff. On Facebook, it's at Lindsay Walden Consulting and at Lindsay Walden Therapy. I'm continuing to do a lot of free live kind of teaches and trainings through there. Um, on Instagram, it's at this is Lindsay Walden. And then on Pinterest, it's Therapy Thoughts. So you can really find me in a variety of ways. I also am offering all of my coaching and consulting services at 50% off while we're going through this kind of unusual, unforeseen time. And I'll continue to keep my prices at that level uh, for the foreseeable future. So if you go to lindsaywalden.com under the work with me, if you select the coaching option, put in the code SAVE50 when you check out and it will it will automatically apply it to your account. So there you go. I know, right? <sighs> All right. Episode 33. We did it. Virtually. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, everybody, I hope you are continuing to stay safe and living your best life. And we will be back with more very soon.